Whanganui-based street artist Cracked Ink has been developing his distinctive character-based style for almost 20 years now. Originally from the UK, he moved to New Zealand over a decade ago, and his work now features in public spaces all over the country, and in galleries too. Welcome to the 4500 podcast. Thanks to everyone who supported this project so far by donations and through sharing our work. You can visit us at the4500.co.nz and also follow us on Facebook. So here's Cracked Inc. I spoke to him at his Bedford Ave studio about his own work, the street art scene in New Zealand and the evolution of the genre. First, I asked him if he remembers when he first picked up a spray can. Back in the UK, I grew up in a place called Blackburn, which is kind of close to Manchester. And um, I went to uni, and when I was uh, in my second year of uni, um, we got like a new um, intake for a couple of students. And one of the guys there was, um, you know, graffiti into graffiti and stuff. And um, I quickly became good mates with him. And um, f- from there, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that. Um, I went out, well, I, I kind of did, I went out tagging and stuff and, you know, kind of started just doing scribbling stuff. So that would be like um, when I was 21. Right, so it's not something you started as a teenager? No, no, on I was the streets. probably like, late really in that terms of, of, of like age range of going out scribbling and stuff, but it's like, I'm 38 now, so it's, so it's a wee while ago, you know. Tell us about um, growing up in Blackburn. It's um, it's a small town, you know. It's probably like eighty five, ninety thousand people. Um, I grew up in a a regular working class, not you know, family. Mum mum was uh, worked in as she was a hairdresser, but then she just worked a normal job in a factory. And my dad was um, an aircraft engineer. And yeah, I mean, just a really kind of inverted commas normal kind of upbringing with a sister and um yeah it was it, it was a it was a, a really nice kind of way to grow up you know we grew up on the outskirts of town and it was um it, it was a really quiet area we had a real good crew of mates loved footy loved into my footy really lots and lots and but oh I was never that academic you know so at school I was pretty much you know didn't have the attention span and would fuck around lots I was always more on the artistic, you know, vibe. So yeah, it was it was cool. And then when I when I hit sixteen, I actually got a job um, for this local guy fitting conveyor belts in slaughterhouses, which I did for about six months, and I hated it because you know you're working like three o'clock in the morning and stuff. And um, when you're sixteen, seventeen, you know, it's not really what you really, you know, kind of want to do. So then I decided that I wanted to go to art school, you know, from then. Had you been doing art as a child or as a teenager? Yeah, it was always my, one of my stronger subjects at school. Um, that and religious education, which I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not religious, you know, but I don't know, I kind of found, I found I don't know, I, I think as a kid I almost found empathy in, like, people who were religious in some way you know like I was like all right that's an interesting more empathetical as opposed to to actually wanting to be religious you know my mum grew up reasonably religious and my dad was a catholic yeah and then when they got together he kind of <laughs> in a funny way like ditched his being a catholic you know but yeah that I was never um 
never brought up religious, you know, so. But you enjoyed doing religious education at school. I did, you yeah. yeah. Were good at it. Yeah, I was good at it. Yeah, it was probably my, that and art was my strongest subjects, <laughs> <laughs> which is quite funny. Um, Do you still I, take an interest in religion and no, not things really. like that? Not really. Not really. Um, I mean, I, I'm I'm definitely open to the stories and stuff, and I'd say I'm more um, spiritual than religious, you know. So, I mean, I'm not even really spiritual, but I think I couldn't I couldn't say that. Um, I'm a believer of anything, really, you know. So you decided to go off to, to art school? Yep. Initially, when I w- first went there, because my my academic results was pretty atrocious, pretty non-existent, um, I did, like, a foundation course in, in just general art and design, so that kind of gave you heaps of different, like, things to, to kind of try out. And I, I really enjoyed... Um, when I was doing that, I think it was like photography was a real thing that I enjoyed because you were kind of doing all the kind of how, how it, they used to process photography, you know, that you get to do all that kind of hands-on. And I loved that. And sculpture and, and printmaking, I loved, all, I loved doing all that kind of hands-on kind of, kind of thing. And then after that, um, that was just a year foundation course. And then I did a two-year diploma in graphic design and then a three-year degree in graphic design. Right, and where did street art come into that? That came in, like, in my degree. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, it was, it's a, it was an interesting change in my life, actually, because, I don't know, I guess I was kind of this clean, cleaner-cut kind of guy until I kind of hit university, and then I kind of grunged out a bit and started smoking heaps of weed and... And I think that was just kind of the people... I mean, it's just like anything, you know, the direction you take is kind of sometimes from the people you meet, you know? And um, particularly this one guy, Dean, he was he was my best mate. and and um, So you got into a different scene and... Totally, yeah, yeah. And street art was a big part of that. Yeah, I mean, it definitely took a big direction in my life. You know, like, um, just seeing influence you know like early influences from from artists from in Europe you know particularly France like I really kind of got into looking at other people's work and and thinking wow you know I love this you know I, I can I could have a go at this you know what was it about that you love straight off just the super I mean the initial thing was the black and white super graphical work I loved it I was just like wow so powerful you know like um and just the kind of character based for me personally because my mate was into graffiti and that didn't really interest me too much the the graffiti side you know like I I was more interested in like that expression and the structure of the characters and how simple they were but how effective so So it wasn't so much the culture of going out in the middle of the night and tagging walls it certainly became that for sure yeah that kind of was a progression thing you know like it's um, you know like you just like anything like ideas and stuff of of what you're going to do is probably a little bit at that um, at any stage really is more important than actually going doing it at that stage because you know you're trying to kind of find a voice and find a, a style but the painting going out at you know at night and and you know hanging out with your mates and going painting under bridges and stuff that certainly take takes a quick hold of you know what you do and and um, it just becomes it comes becomes like more like obsessive thing you know once you've kind of done a f- few bits out you go out and paint illegally you know 
for me it was um it was a it was a real buzz you know and you did that for a few years yeah 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 i mean um, basically from that point really i i kind of started to to push my work and i started to um not not so much focus as, as i am now but you know i was definitely into designing characters and, and trying to get out there and, and paint them wherever i could was this mm. in london no close to manchester so right. north of england northwest so yeah, so then um, after after my de- degree, I moved to um, Stockport, which is kind of right on the fringes of um, of Manchester. Uh, with Dean, um, we continued to, to to do what we did, you know, just being stoners and sketching to all the hours, early hours of the morning, and going out painting and and yeah, and it kind of um, I was working in a supermarket. And um, when I finished my degree, I became actually became like a graduate manager for Walmart. And um, I mean, I, I did I had quite a bit of student debt, and it was kind of hard to juggle what I was doing, you know, with that kind of lifestyle of doing stuff like that yeah. and becoming someone someone that I didn't really want to become, you know. So I yeah, um, basically I went to Thailand and I met my my girlfriend who's now you know, and Kiwi and. Um, we um, were traveling Thailand, and then I came back and I quit my job. And um, and as soon as I quit my job, I did a exhibition in Manchester of um, of works, and just really kind of saw the potential of what could be. You know, not just actually painting on the street, but putting stuff in galleries, and you know, and kind of saw the potential of potentially making a career. I mean, I won't even say career, but you know, something that I really enjoyed and was passionate about. But that kind of turns into something like a career, you know. Yeah. So you started pursuing it full time from that moment. No, I mean I was definitely always working like shitty jobs, and and um, I mean the dream was definitely, you know, I, definitely. I think from that point I was just like, wow, this is this is awesome. Get, you know, the buzz of not only painting on the street, but actually, you know, people buying your artwork as well, which was it was pretty cool. I think when I moved to New Zealand, which was about 13 years ago that's when I really kind of thought wow I've got the opportunity here you know it's such a such a quiet place in comparison to 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 England you know and kind of gave me gave me that focus that I kind of kind of needed to to try and pursue it as a as a career you know where in New Zealand did you move to first um, we we moved to a place called Ahara, which is about an hour north of Auckland. Right. And we lived rural for like ten years, so it was quite a tricky one because as as the art started to progress and I would do shows and and paint walls and you know I would be kind of here there and everywhere you know so it's kind of how does that work there because street art is very urban yeah yeah how does it translate to us kind of being in a rural setting yeah well I mean it was more of a base for me you know so it was a it was like having that time and. Um, space to focus on um, developing my work and doing more gallery stuff but then actually when I I mean I I did definitely I painted like you know rural settings uh, bridges and you know sheds and stuff but then when I really wanted to kind of get out there then I'd just bugger off to a different city fly to a different place and go paint you know and I still do that you know it's just like if I'm not busy then I'm always looking to to go and find a, a place to paint and and um, you know generally end up flying somewhere and, and spend three days and painting 
Yeah. What brought you guys to Wanganui? Well, Jack really, Jack who does all the driftwood stuff, we um, we were really good mates um, from the UK, and um, he came over a couple of years after us um, just to catch up, and he ended up, you know, staying in New Zealand. And he was in Raurimu before here, and then he moved to Wanganui, and he was like, "Sai, you got to come and check out like the spaces." And we were we were looking to to make a move. You know, we'd done ten years, and we were just like, "We need to get back to to something that's a little bit more than living rural." You know, we enjoyed rural, but especially with the way my art was going as well, it was kind of picking up pace, and kind of just needed to be in a in a. I don't know, just like it was kind of that time to get around people, more people, you know. So I came down. It was like three years ago. I came down to the open open studios, and I set up studio, just for open studios, and just have a look around and stuff. And I was straight away. I was like, yeah, this is for me for sure. What What about it? Just a, um, I don't know. It had a really good vibe. There's a really good um, creative, you know, quite a tight knit, close knit community of creatives here you know and um everyone that i got introduced to uh, it was just you know super welcoming and super like positive and stuff and and um and it's it's a sweet place you know like it's got it's a really nice vibe to it you're right next to the river and the ocean you know it's got it's 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 got a lot about it you know it's got a, a lot of old buildings which i really like as well so yeah, it was it was a super easy decision, really. And how long has what you've been doing been like a full time gig for you, and you've been able to make it pay? I mean, mainly over the past two three years has really amped up. Um, but you know, kind of over the past five six years, it's kind of been you know like still been working, but also earning money as well from my from my stuff. So yeah, you know, the past two three years have really picked up, and and does that just come through getting known? Yeah, and people yeah. seeking you out. Yeah, well, I painted a lot of walls, you know, and that's I mean, painting walls is, is such a good advertisement for yourself. So, yeah, and 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 having, I mean, I guess you know, as you progress, people, especially with social media these days, you know, people, I mean, it's it's like a, an obsession to people, you know, following people's works, you know. It's kind of it's it's a strange it's kind of it's cool but it's kind of a strange scenario like people become so obsessed with like following <laughs> other people what they're doing you know they, that's kind of their life which is cool but yeah the social media has really amped up things I think for most artists you know who are doing this kind of stuff was there just one day when a commercial client contacted you and said hey we've seen your work can you come and do something for us um I mean definitely that's been happening for quite a while yeah yeah yeah. So, but definitely more so since, you know, since the, I guess since, um, I don't know, I couldn't even say one moment in time, you know, because I've been painting commissions for quite a number of years now. But um, the past couple of years is, I mean, it's just way more consistent. And I guess like you get coverage on different social media sites and people pick up your work and contact you. So, yeah, it's... um, it's, it's quite interesting. I mean, I get lots of lots of work from through Facebook, through Instagram, you know, and then people contacting me privately through my website. Yeah. Do you want to talk a bit about the style that you've developed because it's quite distinctive? You can see it around. Yeah, around New Zealand. Now. Yeah, yeah, totally. 
Um, well, the, 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 the super graphical monochrome style is definitely something that, you know, when I was talking before, you know, it's like something that I really loved personally that I, when I used to see it on the streets or if I see it in books and stuff, it's something that really caught my eye. And um, as I started kind of developing characters and, and um, it, for me it was, it was about like just creating something super, super kind of iconic, almost like iconical, you know, like, and something that had heaps of expression and, and that would speak to everyone. You know, I, didn't, I wasn't trying to kind of, kind of say this, this should be for you. You know, it was for everyone. It wasn't, I mean, and, and mainly for me, you know, like it was, I think it was just kind of an outlet to, to, to get in, um, not, not, not a particular message, but just the form of expression of getting something out, you know, like everyone generally asks me like, where do you, where do these characters come from? And I say, well, it's kind of, they're kind of like families, you know? Yeah. So like from what, when they come from, like when I look at my original works, you know, I still can see some essence of that, but they've just kind of grown up, you know. I can't. I was trying to work out what the similarity is because they're all different. Yeah, but you can tell that you, yeah, your yeah. work. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like particularly like in the expressions and stuff, I like to bring that through from from past to present you know like I like to take some essence of that and my work is definitely kind of starting to to change quite a lot actually recently just more kind of illustrative rather than super graphical you know what do you do to keep it progressing like every time you do a new wall or a new yeah, yeah. commission well for me it's spending time in the, in the studio and, and sketching heaps yeah I mean oh, for me it's all about are, you know all about the ideas so without them ideas your work for me doesn't progress you know if I'm not sat down in front of a sketchbook going through new ideas and styles and you know it could be like the newer style that I've been doing recently came about and I I, I did um, I was doing a sketch and through the I, I was using like a permanent marker and, and through the through, when I'd done the permanent marker, I flipped it over and I was like, oh, wow, there's a cool pattern on the back. Just got blotted through the paper. And that was kind of the start of a new style for me. I, I, I started working on the back side of it, you know? Like, so it could mm. be, it's, it's like a, I don't know, for me, like, it happens for a reason, you know? Like, you know, you kind of come across these things to help you develop and push your work. And, um, yeah. And, and, and for me, like, over the years, like, I don't think necessarily there was a narrative at the beginning to my work but as, as my work progresses there's definitely narratives and themes within my work that um, not necessarily people might get but for me it's important that because for, it definitely strengthens what you're, what you're doing you know and um, yeah so I mean yes I mean it's all about getting that time in the studio to push push and and the, the painting the walls is the easy bit and the really super enjoyable bit you know because I don't know like once once you've done a lot of large scale painting it, it's just come second nature you know so like having that idea and that kind of thing on paper before I start a wall for me is important 
because then I know that I'm going to execute it anyway. So that's kind of. You must spend a lot of time, like looking at the space and thinking about the surroundings, and planning the um, wall before you attack it. A little bit, not 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 as much maybe as you think. Like, um, um, I I folk I definitely for me like it definitely to get that flow on a wall yeah I, de I definitely but I think it's something that comes pretty natural now so like uh, even like I was at sea walls recently in Napier and um, they gave me a wall which was you know it was in proportions it was higher than than wider you know so I, I designed something and then probably a couple of days beforehand they were like oh we've had to change a wall can't get permission to paint well they couldn't close the road off it had to be closed and it couldn't be closed off so they said um, we have to give you a new wall which was actually way longer it was more like 15-16 metres but it was quite quite low it was only like 3 or 4 metres so when I got there I just used my original design and then I just made up the flow as I, as I was working and it came up sweet so I think it's just something that you know, with experience, when you when you get into you, you know, you're so used to how you work. So it's kind of almost like just sketching straight away onto the onto the wall, really. So where can people see your work now? I mean, plenty of towns and cities over the country. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I've got pieces in most cities, aside from Dunedin, and um, this was the one. I don't know. I think like most major cities I've, I've kind of hit and some of them might not be there anymore but you know like I, I like to get around and I mean I've painted at heaps of different festivals across New Zealand and um, and commission work across New Zealand you know last year was crazy just up and down the country I'd be I was basically in probably in Wanganui for six months and then away for six months of the year so yeah, and, and, and also, you know, like when I was in Europe, I always like to go back and, and paint, you know, so it's just as many, as many places as I can possibly paint, I paint, you know. How have you seen street art develop over the years from like a countercultural thing? Yeah. To becoming a bit more commercialised naturally? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty crazy one. Um, like, it, I mean, it's good and I'm not, it's not bad it's great for me because I can earn a living from it um, I definitely feel like it's kind of affected the essence of of the whole culture within within the people you know like not necessarily from the outside because I guess the people see these big walls popping up and it's wow which they are incredible things some incredible works but for me it was about you know when I was younger it was like getting out there just making a mark and it's kind of, I mean, in, in that way, very similar to how a graffiti artist goes about it. You know, they make their mark and they get out of there. And I like that, you know? Like, I, I always have discussions with people you know, as, when I'm painting walls. It's like, oh, you know, it's much better than that graffiti. So then I always kind of get into, like, a conversation with them because for me, like, I think most most people probably avoid that conversation, but I like it because... I like to educate people because, you know, like they might like what I do now, but like 10, 15 years ago, they might not like what, because I was doing something 
that they wouldn't have liked, you know, in, in terms of, like, illegal yeah. or... Yeah, yeah, it's funny. I mean, not just you, for Wall Street art, it's gone from something illegal and largely frowned upon to, to something... To something that people now pay for. Totally, yeah. And want on their public spaces. Yeah. And it's definitely changed... Like, you see a lot, a lot of fine artists making the move into painting large-scale walls, you know? And it's... I mean, there's definitely lots of people going out painting, you know, illegally, and which I think is cool because that's the culture. But there's a lot. I mean, I, I've met a lot of artists at these festivals, you know, and a lot of them don't go out painting, you know. So it's kind of almost changing that thought pattern, you know, which for me, it's important to keep that culture of of actually, you know. Otherwise, it ceases to become. It's what not. It's not what it's it, not what it was, you know. Yeah, and I think it's great to evolve a culture, like, and the way it's evolving, especially for the the guys who have been it for quite a long time, it's a great thing, you know. They get to finally get paid for for what they do. But I definitely think the culture of just, I mean, the graffiti guys are always going to go out painting, you know. You're never, never gonna ever gonna stop that. But the street artist culture is, is a, which is quite a funny word anyway, but um, yeah, it's um, it's definitely changing. Like, yeah, well, I mean, I go to cities to paint, you know, whether it be legally or illegally, and a lot of the like younger guys that are coming into it, you know, like you, I mean, it's quite good in New Zealand. You get to kind of kind of basically link up with most people and meet people and stuff and everyone's generally super friendly but you know oh yeah let's, let's go out for a paint and like oh and it, they don't have that because they didn't grow up into that culture yeah it seems like you need to have done that I think so I think it's important you know I think it's important to have um, there's a lot of politics that go in with the the illegal painting and the, the graffiti side and stuff and yeah, which I tend not to get involved with, but um, how do you yeah. mean politics? Um, there's definitely a lot of, well, not so much as much now, should I say? Well, not in New Zealand, but definitely in Europe, with friction between a street artist and a graffiti artist, because the, you know they they definitely see a lot of these guys who are painting big walls, and they yeah, I mean, I guess it's like comes down to like, well, I could be doing that. But they they feel like they've not paid paid their it's like they pay your dues like you know you go out and you paint and you go and paint trains you go and paint wherever you paint you make your mark. But they you know for them they just see these guys just walking into it and they get these big walls and it's kind of I guess it's like I guess a little bit not jealous but it's kind of like well fuck I've painted for years. And you guys just walk in and you don't, you know, you've not done anything. You know? You're talking about graffiti what? artists. Yeah. What's the difference there? Do you just want to explain that a bit? Yeah, well, so graffiti, graffiti is letter form and street art is definitely referred to as mainly character based and more f- like fine art kind of portrait. I mean, char- you know, like all, all kind of different, but graffiti is all letter forms, tagging, you know, there's multiple you know, multiple multiple sections within that kind of menu of, you know, 
tagging, throw-ups, pieces. Yeah, I also wanted to ask, how do you think street art transfers to the gallery? Because yep. you've done some gallery work as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's an easy transition, you know. Um, that's another kind of between the graffiti and see things are changing now graffiti artists are making a change in the way they approach their works you know so graffiti you see graffiti artists like um you know there's a couple of amazing graffiti artists in new zealand some of the world's you know best painters you know which is pretty good for a small place but like for for example askew who is based in auckland elliot you know, he he was very, you know, really renowned for his graffiti, you know. But he's kind of, over the past few years, has been, you know, I guess changing his game, you know, and um, evolving and change, changing his work. So it enables him to, to um, I guess, put out a different message. And So he's not just, you know, he's he's not taking his graffiti and putting it into the gallery but he's he's actually working on other works that he sees suitable that allows him to go into that genre you know which I, I like you know it's cool I think because yeah, a lot of these guys who paint graffiti are super talented you know like amazing artists but they, they grew up in, in that, that staunch kind of graffiti scene you know so mm. but there's many discussions Many a discussion between. I mean, some. If you spoke to some really staunch graffiti artists, they would be. They wouldn't have a bar of it. You know? Of a gallery. No, 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 no. They frown upon it hard. Yeah. It's. I mean, for me, it's. It's. It's, it's all. About, it's. Every. It's a piece of the puzzle that allows me to. To do what I'd love doing, you know, which is you know, it's, it's a combination, so I can be a full-time artist, you know, doing stuff like gallery work. Um, merchandise and commission work and then it allows me to, to be a full time artist you know. How old is street art slash graffiti now? How long has it been around? Well that's debatable too because you know like you you look at like cave yeah, I mean, true. you know that's the earliest forms of, of, of street art you know but in terms of like um, like subway art and stuff like which in New York which we go back to the sixties, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's, I mean, it's a relatively a new form of art, really. But um, yeah, I mean, all, all the, all the, all the um, graffiti that happened, on, on the New York subways and stuff, which was happening like, can I would imagine like late sixties, and just people, I mean, you know, like you, there's some great documentaries and. Um, that, you know, just people writing the names, you know, you know, and, and that's all it was. That's all it was. It's writing your name as many places as you can. People, you know, and, and you, it was kind of like um, it was almost like to your mates, really. You know, like they get on the subway and they see your name, and then they put their name. You know, it's kind of that kind of come. I don't know. I guess that kind of camaraderie, and then it became more like crews against crew. You know, and. Um, yeah, I guess it, it, it all evolved from from all that kind of stuff, you know. And now there's not a city or town in the world that wouldn't want street art in there. Definitely not in their place. Well, it's interesting because they put, you know, they they, they publish stories and about how street art increases the value of property and stuff, which to me is certainly the wrong way to do, 
to approach. You know, you should want you should want something. Not for money. Not for money. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, when when them kind of people get hold of it, you know, they try and twist it to their benefits. <laughs> you know, and then try and not pay the artist too much money. Yeah. So, which is that? I mean, that's always a difficult kind of border because you know it's like um, for me, like if if I want to paint a wall personally, then I'll paint it. You know, but if someone wants to wants me to commission me, then you know you gotta you know it's, it's just like anything. You know, no one works for free. Yeah. And um, you know, I have to earn a living. So yeah, it's um, I don't know. It, it's great. You know, I, I love I love both both sides of the coin. You know, I love going painting my own walls, and I love painting walls for for a reason for people. Um, yeah. And where do you see street art is headed? Um, in the future, kind of. Yeah. Well, I think it's just going to get better and better for sure. You know. Um, the technology of paint these days is just so good you know like so it's progressed so much it makes it super super um, accessible to most people to paint you know if you put your mind into it for a cup you know not even like I reckon if you put your mind into trying to use an aerosol for a couple of weeks you could pretty, you know you could, I mean you, you could get somewhere you might not be brilliant I don't know if I could. I've tried it before. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, you know, practice, practice, like anything. You jump on a bike, you know, you fall off it, you get up again and you go again, you know, it's the same, same. And, yeah, I think, I mean, a lot of people, well, especially on, on some of these um, festival circuits, you know, they use, a lot of people using brushes. For me, I grew up painting with aerosol. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's a good feeling using aerosols. I've started actually just to change recently to water-based aerosol for the um because you know it's super super toxic enamel you know so I mean I've always generally worn a mask um maybe not quite the early days but but yeah it's the technology is coming on crazy good you mentioned some of the best graffiti artists in New Z- well, from New Zealand before is yeah. the scene in general pretty healthy here oh sure yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, I mean, for such a small place, you know, we have we have a lot of amazing artists doing the street stuff, and a lot of guys who are like kind of top of the game, you know, and going around the world and painting, you know, it's um, it's, it's cool, it's really cool, and um, not just with the street art but the graffiti, you know, like there's a lot of good graffiti coming out in New Zealand, and um, it's good. There's a there's a lot of good guys driving it as well, you know, like. Um, so it's I only have high hopes for New Zealand really in terms of like progression of art and, and graffiti and um, yeah it's cool it's nice nice to come to such a small small place and it being such a vibrant community you know